Hi, I'm Renee. And I'm Anjulis. And we're the hosts of your podcast, Hidden, Hidden But, but Not, Not Unseen. Unseen. Welcome to episode 13. Episode 13. Time for the icebreaker. Icebreaker question. Would you rather be the passenger or the driver? <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> we know each other's I, answers. Yeah, already. we know each other's answers for sure. Um, based off of <laughs> just based off of our um, own experiences. Yes. <laughs> um, I'd rather. She'd rather drive. I'd rather be the passenger. Right. Yes. That's it. <laughs> Not at all. Actually. No, I think that's pretty accurate. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I'd rather be the passenger. That is correct. <laughs> and Renee rather be the driver. Yeah. Why would you prefer to be the passenger though? Because, I don't know, I just like not being stressed out by the people driving on the road. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind driving, like, I like long drives sometimes, you know, usually like really late or really early when there's no one on the road, it's super chill. Right. But when it comes to like traffic hour or like, I just want to deal with people cutting me off. (sighs) So So pretty much you just like don't like people. On I the love road, people, but sometimes they make stupid decisions and <laughs> I have to slam on my brakes and I don't like that. Nah, that's pretty accurate. I'd rather have someone else deal with that and then I'll just sit in the passenger mm. seat. Mm. Why would you rather drive? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Driving is fun to me. I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that my dad is a driver, too. Mm. Like he drives um, 18 wow. wheelers. So <laughs> that's terrifying. It is. He's pretty local though. It's not like super super far. The furthest he's gone is probably like Savannah, Georgia. But he pretty much stays in Florida. Yeah. You know, North Florida, South Florida, East and West Florida. Um but I don't know, driving is just you turn on the music, you have a good vibe and you just you you're mm-hmm. coasting. Like you're just going. Yes. So I will offer to drive. <laughs> At all times. I'll be like, oh, are you driving or am I driving? Because I can drive. I'll drive. Man, I've taken my car to North Carolina. I've taken it to Miami, Sarasota, Tampa. I've gone to Pensacola. Man, I just take my car everywhere. So, you know. This is why our friendship works. Yeah, because I will always drive and she will always (laughs) be glad to sit in the passenger seat. like, I don't care. Even if it's my own car, I'll hand her my keys. That is completely accurate. like... She'll ask me, "Do you want to drive, or do you want me to drive?" Before she finishes her sentence, the keys I'm are like, already in my hand, pretty much. <laughs> I'm already throwing it to. Her. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes, please. sometimes there's been like one out of the fifty times, yeah, that she's driven her own car, but usually it's me because I don't hate it. I just sometimes I don't feel like it. <laughs> I don't love it as much as you do. Well, so I'm yeah, like, whatever. It's all good though. Yeah. Today's topic is on fear. Oof. That's why it's called Fear Factor. Fear Factor. If you didn't guess it already. That's a tough topic. Yeah. Um, but before we get into our topic of the day, we do want to, like always, put a disclaimer out. Um, we did not go to school to study the Bible all the way, but we did do our research. We made sure that we understood this topic as best as we could to give you the most accurate information. And just as we did our research and went through the Bible, we definitely encourage you to do the same exact thing. Amen. So, <laughs> Renee. <laughs> oh, oh, buddy, oh boy. What are you afraid of? What am I afraid of? 
Um, are starting we doing, with the basic. Are we starting like, are we doing like surface level? Are we going like all the way in? Like, what's Let's up? Let's get deep. <laughs> I mean, we could start surface. I did and not like done. that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh man, what am I afraid of? Um, mm. Well, we're going to get kind of deep. We're going to get kind of personal. Things like that. Because, um, you know, why not? So, I think right now... My biggest fear would probably be, like, being a- alone forever. Mm. Um, and then also, like, not making it. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm always the type of person to disqualify myself from a relationship in general. Um, because I always feel like there are other people that are prettier than me, that are smarter than me, that, like, do other things better than me. So I'm like... Oh, whatever. Like, if I like a guy and I know that somebody else likes a guy or I find out that somebody else likes a guy, I'll be like, oh, it's fine. Whatever. They can have them. Because, like, I'm just like... Automatically disqualified. Yes. And so then I think because of that, I always fear that I'm never going to find somebody. Mm. And I've always also been... um, And, and it, it definitely stems from, from my, my um, childhood mm-hmm. of, like always liking somebody and them not liking me and it being like ill no why would i like you type of vibe you know how boys can be in elementary school middle school they're like yeah and so then it's always it's that's definitely probably where it comes from but Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. those are some those are some fears dude (laughs) angelis what what are your fears what is something that you fear what am I not afraid of? This is a better question. Oh, just oh, kidding. Right. I'm just kidding. Kind of, sort of. Um, I I think my biggest fear. Well, I have two. I guess I don't know if they go hand in hand. Maybe, but fear of rejection, and then yeah. fear of abandonment, mm. which I guess could go hand in hand. But I also have like, <laughs> I guess it's a new fear. Of, like, never making it mm. when it comes to, like, um, I guess, being in, in God's will, like, completely, like, yeah. fully being in exactly where God wants me. Like, yeah, I'm also scared of, like, falling away from God's will. <laughs> yeah. I get you. I feel that. Um, it's no! definitely, <laughs> it's definitely something that is scary because, like. You don't ever want to come to a place where you're like, whatever I choose, I think is better than whatever God is choosing for yeah. me. So then you just decide that you want to do whatever. You, and it can become, it's so easy. It can become so easy to just like, man, to walk away because I've seen it. I've seen people think that like, God doesn't have their best intentions at heart or things like that, or just decide that whatever they want to do, God isn't working fast enough. So mm, then they just yeah. they just do their own will instead of God's will, even though that they know the truth. Yeah, and I I feel like I've seen people who are like closer to God than I am, like fall away, and that's like super terrifying to me. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> Cause like that could be me if I'm not careful. So it just makes me more of like more aware and, and more like um. What's the word? I don't know. More like committed to like God and like I'm trying to make sure that I don't like slip through any cracks because I'm Mm. like terrified of falling away from God. Because like 
I don't want I don't want to end up in hell. Right. <laughs> also like nobody wants to end up in hell. And it sounds kind of stupid. Like I don't know. It's not a fear that I used to have. Obviously when I didn't know God, but like I'm like, man, it's so easy to get wrapped up in the world and like mm. your own desires and like obviously God's desires are better than ours, but like it could literally be anything that could yeah. make you slip away. Yeah. I know for me, when it comes to that fear specifically too, it's not only mm-hmm. it's not only that, which is like a really big major part, but like I can get so wrapped in comparison of other yeah. people, like when it comes to career or yeah, what their life does look like compared to my life when it comes to God and dedication and stuff like that. So I always feel like, no, I'm further behind than mm-hmm. what I actually am because it's not true. It's just... It's, it's crazy out here in these, in these streets. But um, moving on, <laughs> moving on, uh, since we got in so deep um, and talked about fear, um, what is the root of fear? Like, where does fear actually come from? I think when we're talking spiritually, obviously it comes from the enemy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, the enemy wants to instill fear in us so that we don't go after the things of God or what God wants us to do or like grow. Mm-hmm. Um, but on another sense, like I also think the root of fear could be like the lack of control that we have. And we might like, at least for me, like I am a control freak. So like, I love to be in control of my whole yes, life. Sure. And like thinking back, like I was a very fe- fearful person my whole life because of that like I've always wanted to control certain aspects well my whole life but like I think just thinking about fear um most of it or all of it is from like not having the control to do that like I don't have the control for someone to not reject me so I'm afraid of that um I don't have control over a person to not abandon me so Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of that and so it's like it stems off of like not having the control that we want so that things can just go perfectly because they don't yeah that's that's really good um honestly now that you're saying it like that I'm just realizing yeah I mean we do like to be in control but there's a lot of things that we can't control yeah a lot of a lot of those things that we can't control like can become a fear yeah um and and if we're not careful with identifying those things and making sure that we're aware of those things you could just slip into a hole like spiral of of i don't know like super fear yeah and then you can become so micro controlling that it actually damages you more Mm -hmm. than it will ever help you which controlling yourself in every situation doesn't help you at all really in the sense of like i have to act this way so that they're happy with me and that they're okay with me Mm -hmm. and that they do accept me or whatever Mm -hmm. like it doesn't help you it only hurts you because then you're so exhausted by the end of the day trying to please other people that you forget about yourself right so why do we accept fear uh that's a (laughs) i think personally i i think that like because fear is implanted into our lives at such a young age just like you were saying like where does fear come from? Fear comes from the enemy and the enemy from the get go wants to still kill and destroy us. Mm-hmm. And so then lies pop in and all these things pop in. Um, so fear just becomes a normal. And because it becomes a normal, you know, it, it becomes easy for people 
to bond over that because we kind of see it in a like a sort of kind of a, of a positive light. You're like, right. oh, you're scared of spiders. I'm scared of spiders, too. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Or things like that are like, oh, you're afraid of heights. I am, too. We can sit over here. and We can have this bonding mm-hmm. experience. And so then we normalize the idea of fear. Right. Um, so then it just becomes easier for us to accept um, the fact that there is fear in the world and that it's OK, quote unquote, to have mm-hmm. fear. Um, and I also think like it becomes our security blanket um, because it just like I said, it's like a bonding thing. And then it just makes us feel safe that other people also, are, feel, also feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And so there's that aspect of it. But then there's also the aspect of, well, I'm afraid of this. So then how can I control my life so that mm-hmm. these fears don't come up? And so then it keeps you in this like weird place. Bubbles, yeah. 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 I think. Well, I think we accept fear because we don't really understand fear. And, like, I don't think we have fear when we're born. So, obviously, it's learned. And, like, if you think, like, if you think of, like, a child, like, they'll, like, climb a ladder even though it's, like, super dangerous because they have no fear because they don't know that they could fall off and hurt themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, I think we can learn fear when we are young because of, like our surroundings like our parents like saying no get off like don't do that right and then you're like wait what like i don't understand or if he like the child did fall like they'd be like oh i got hurt now i'm kind of afraid to climb it or something like that so you're saying it's like our responses to certain yeah acts or things that like can cause a learned behavior of fear yes and so i Obviously, we can't control the things that happen in the world and the things that are dangerous. And so we start to fear like things and it just continues to build and add on because we also don't know and we don't want to like overcome those fears because we want to be like in our comfort zone, Mm, like you mm -hmm. said. Yeah. And so we just stay in it. We can't stay afraid. (laughs) That's it. That's That's all I want to say um something that happened in our world recently was something that no one could control Mm -hmm. and i just want to go over some statistics obviously that was covid if you didn't know (laughs) that happened what (laughs) yeah so um a pandemic i know a pandemic happened it's two years later still affecting us yeah something like that two years yeah it's two years crazy so I wanted to, like, read some statistics. Um, They did a survey at the Chapman University, and it's, like, a chart of the top 10 fears of 2020 slash 2021. And all of these are basically over 50%. Um, The first one being corrupt government officials at 79%. Sheesh. I know, that's the highest one. Almost 80. Yeah, almost 80. And the second one is people I love dying which is 58%. Mm. And this is number two on the list. But in 2019, the year before pandemic started, it was the number five on the list. So it bumped up three spots yeah, that's since crazy. the pandemic, which makes sense. I wonder what it was like, not for nothing, but I wonder what the percentage was before. I know. Like I should have looked it up. But because these seem very, very elevated. Yes. I think they are. I'm pretty I don't sure. have the before, but I believe they are. I mean. Yeah, because you can imagine just like the chaos that ensued in 2020. Right. Um, 
The third one is literally, it says a loved one contracting COVID-19, which is at 58% also. It's the third fear. The third fear is someone getting COVID. It's so crazy how like one uncontrollable thing can cause so much like negativity and fear in the world. Yeah. The world, not just one place, the entire world. world. And then the fourth one is uh, people I love becoming seriously ill, which is at 57%, which I think correlates to all, to COVID too, mm-hmm. but also in any kind of illness. Um, those are all the ones that I'm going to talk about because I thought it was really interesting how COVID related ones were super high. Yeah. Um, but also like I was reading this article on a website called theconversation.com and Um, I'm just going to read a line from it. It says, in looking at Google Trends, my research shows that at the end of 2021, people Googled fear of COVID and fear of change at rivaling rates. That's crazy. Which is so crazy because, like, not only COVID, but, like, fear of change. Like, people are scared of change. Of things happening. And, like, things change all the time. Yeah, like, every day, I feel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The weather changes every day. Yeah. Like, it's wild. And then another website says that half the people in their survey that they did, 54%, said they were more fearful than hopeful about um, what was in store for 2022. Which. What? 54% more fearful. That's a lot of more percent. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of percent. Well, it says that it was, like it's a 10% difference between people who yeah. are were actually hopeful and people who are scared and fearful yeah that's a lot of people yeah living in fear like this year because mm. they don't know like they're afraid of change they don't know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. it's crazy but obviously like we have seen like the fear that has ensued on the the world mm-hmm. because of covid and we've seen a lot of people like I've seen a lot of people, at least on social media, like talking about it in the news and all this stuff about how like anxiety is rising. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense because anxiety is a response to worry and fear. Mm-hmm. And so it it actually said um, that anxiety is the most common mental disorder in the U.S. right now, which also makes oh sense my, because that's, fear. That's wild. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And then... Um, I'm just going to read basically all the kinds of anxiety that there is because there's a multitude of them. Um, types of anxiety disorders include panic disorder, generalized anxiety disorder, agoraphobia, which is the fear of places that might cause feelings of anxiety. What? That one is crazy to me. It's like the pre-anxiety to anxiety. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's wild to me. What? And then specific phobias, which we know like people are afraid of spiders or holes or like there's so many phobias. Mm-hmm. And then social anxiety disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, and separation anxiety disorder. Uh, too many disorders. That's, that's yeah, that's one too many. <laughs> too many. Um. And then in 2020, the sur- a survey said that 62% of respondents reported experiencing some degree of anxiety, which is six- over half. Yeah. Basically everyone. No, I'm just kidding, but pretty no, much. No, but it's, it's a, it sounds like it's more common to find somebody who has 
anxiety or deals with an anxiety disorder type thing. Yeah. Then it would be to find someone who it doesn't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is crazy. And it's still on the rise. Yes. I think, I feel like everyone that I've, not everyone, but a lot of people that I talk to or communicate with, they're like, I'm anxious, or I, like, fear this, fear that. Like, there's so many people with anxiety, Mm -hmm. or they're claiming to have anxiety. Yeah. Which, like, I had anxiety my whole life, and I didn't even know until, like, (laughs) I was older. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is, because people started talking about it because of social media. Before social media, I had no idea. I also didn't go to the doctor for that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, everyone's like talking about anxiety because everyone's talking about mental disorders online now. So everyone's like aware of all these disorders. And I'm like, oh, I think I have that. <laughs> but oh man, thank God. Yeah, God is good. Yeah, God is too good. Um, but yeah, I think all these statistics basically... Like, what I get from all these statistics is that people are seeking for something that is unchanging, something that's constant and full of peace, yet they're living in a world full of hate, inconsistency, and fear. And obviously, it's changing. I think, though, also, like, as we're talking about this topic of fear and all of that type of stuff, that, like, it's very important for us to also have the conversation um, and to know the difference between like the fear of God and the fear of man, because I think, Oh yeah. Like people also have anxiety around other people. Yes. Because it's concerning what other people think of Mm -hmm. them or whatever. Just like how we were saying, like what we were afraid of at the beginning, like Mm -hmm. we were afraid of rejection. We were afraid of people not um, seeing us in the light that we want them to see us in and all this other type of stuff. And I think like, there's obviously there's this negative connotation around fear. And when we hear what the fear of God is, we like to apply that same negative connotation to it. But it is the fear of God doesn't mean, oh, I'm scared of God. Mm-hmm. Like the fear of God means that I actually have a reverence and an awe for this this God that one didn't have to save me, didn't have to call me, that didn't have to do anything. But yet he did. He sent his son. Yeah. as a sacrifice so that we could be close to him mm-hmm. like obviously i'm gonna have a respect for that dude yes you know what i mean he's the god of the universe he is and i think like even getting into just like the fear of god people do have very unhealthy views yeah. of the fear of god um and they think it's like god is this big scary dude that at the second that you do something wrong or the second that you slip up that he's going to banish you and mm-hmm. send you to hell. But that's absolutely um, untrue. Mm-hmm. You know, as as I've studied scripture and read scripture, like you just see the grace and the mercy that this big God has for his people. Yeah. Like God is love. Mm-hmm. He's not anything scary. Like God cannot be fear. Like he cannot be the scary things that we see in the world. Um, and I think that like, Like I was saying with this whole negative connotation, that's how we view the fear of man. Mm -hmm. Like we always like see them like legitly through fear. Like we are scared of people um, and we are scared of their opinions and what they think of us Mm -hmm. and all of that type of stuff. But um, when we talk about like healthy versus unhealthy, like we want you guys to healthily view 
God more than anything. Like mm-hmm. this is this is this is a good fear to have of right. God. Um, and then when it comes to the fear of man, like man, you shouldn't be afraid of anybody's opinion of you because their opinion doesn't validate you. Their their opinion doesn't make you who you are. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, so like just going to the next part, you know, now that we have this understanding of like different types of fear, um, you know, how do we ever overcome like the negative fear? Right. Right. And I think like there's obviously a clear difference between living fearlessly and living fearful. Oh, and yeah. a lot of people live fearful, but the Bible tells us that we shouldn't. Right. In second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, it says for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So mm-hmm. we're not supposed to operate in this, um, in this place of fear, but we're supposed to operate in this place of power and of love and of self-control. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, Man, one thing, at least, you know, that, that I that I can understand um, on how to overcome fear is, like, don't sit in fear all the time. Yeah. Like, it's pretty simple. Like, you don't always have to focus on the things that you're afraid of. Always letting that negative feeling consume right. everything that you do. Like, no, you should, you should not do that. Right. Um, And I think it kind of goes hand in hand with um, replacing those lies that -hmm. are from the enemy, those lies that we hear um, about ourselves and all of that type of stuff. Um, Place those things with the truth. Yes. Like if anything, start with this verse, 2 Timothy 1, 7. We're not given the spirit of fear. Right. But the spirit of power. So like switch it up, Mm -hmm. homie. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, that's good. And I think um, how we're talking about the root of fear being like the lack of control that we have. We fear not being in control, but we truly just need to have self-control as 2 Timothy says. Like just control the things that we can control with ourselves, with our relationship with God. And like God will guide the rest. Like We don't need to stress about things that are happening that are uncontrollable. Like it's kind of a waste of time. Um and also just like trusting God and believing that he's good and that he's for you. Yeah, because God is for you. Which kind of goes with replacing the lies of the truth because there's a lot of good stuff in the word. Oh, yeah. That will definitely, if you stand on those truths, like it'll help you not live in fear. See, yeah, and the thing is, uh, we had mentioned it a couple episodes ago mm-hmm. on like, you really do need to be in your word yeah. and not just the, the like praying part because the yeah. word is the thing that you use to combat the lies. Yes. The word is the thing that you use to combat all of these feelings mm-hmm. that you have um, because it will show you the love and the joy and the peace and the freedom mm-hmm. that you will need to um, be able to make it through. You know, your day, make it through these moments of feeling afraid and all of that type of stuff. That's the one thing that you should run to because running to the word means that you're running to God. Yeah. So we wanted to end with some encouraging verses because we just said that the Bible has so much truth. The Bible is good for you, y'all. Yeah. And it will help you in times of 
fearfulness. Yes. Is that a word? I don't know. We're going to make it a We're word. We're going to make it a word. But yes, um, the first verse that we are throwing at you guys um, is from Psalm 27, 1. And it says, the Lord, my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the, is the stronghold of my life, of whom I shall be afraid. Isaiah 41, 10 says, fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Sticking with Isaiah 43, we're going to skip down to verse 13. Mm -hmm. Um, For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who helps you. And Joshua 1, 9 says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Shouts out to TVC 2018, hey. wherever you go. <laughs> um, and then the last verse that we're going to give you guys um, is Isaiah 35, verse 4. It seems like Isaiah is a running theme around here. Probably read Isaiah if you're fearful. <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> um, it says... Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. Amen. Amen. It is takeaway time. Hey. Time to take away some things from this episode. <laughs> um, Andrelise, do you have any takeaways? Of course I do. Um, My takeaway is that, like, I think fear come like we learn fear from a young age mm -hmm. and we're living in this world and it's full of fear and so like i just love that god calls us to not fear like second timothy 1 7 says mm -hmm. um for god gave us a spirit of not of fear but of power and love and self-control and as a person who has been fearful her whole life <laughs> <laughs> i think it's um pretty awesome that like God has his whole word of God to help us and to encourage us to not be afraid that he is always there for for us, that he strengthens us, that he is our, our refuge and our fortress. And he's all these things that that we can trust and believe that he he will keep his promises. Mm -hmm. And like eventually we don't have to fear because if we trust God, like. He will just help us and lead us. And so, I don't know. I just, I don't like claiming fear, you know, like, because once you claim fear, like, it's part of who you are, your, yeah, identity, your identity or whatever. And, like, I don't claim fear. And I don't think anyone else should claim fear. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. I think standing on the word of God is a super powerful. Um, I think um, my takeaways from this would be like knowing the reason why we accept fear and yeah. being able to identify um that mm, yeah and then combating it with how to overcome mm -hmm. the fear just like you're saying from second mm -hmm. timothy like if we're not given this spirit then like then what are we given okay then how do we f how do we overcome yeah you know, the reasons why we have fear. Um, so I think it's it's very, very crucial to identify the root cause or the reason why we do something and why we accept something. Um, yeah. And then I also think like just it was 
it was kind of like a side note, but not really a side note because I, I felt it was very important for us to distinguish mm-hmm. the difference between yes. the fear of God and the fear of man because I it think is. so many people apply the fear that they have of man on mm-hmm. God and yeah. that is very untrue. It's very false to his character and to his behavior because God has never been somebody that you should fear in a negative connotation. Right. He's always been someone that you should fear in reverence and in awe because, mm-hmm. man, he created the whole entire world yeah he created everything like people think that never mind i won't get into it but like (laughs) you know we have breath in our lungs the fact that you can wake that you can wake up every single day um with the ability to move and to walk and all of that that should cause you to want to give glory and to give honor to god and know that like he is loving so if you do mess Mm -hmm. up he's not there gonna strike you down with lightning with yeah. thunder like you hear it all the time people will be like oh i miss i don't want to get struck by lightning i'm not going to walk into a church because god is going to strike me down um because they apply those those mm-hmm. negative attributes right. of fear that they have of man on god but i i just felt that it was very important and a a major takeaway from this episode to know the difference oh yeah Anyways, guys, it is Spotify song of the episode. My favorite part <laughs> of this podcast that we hear mm-hmm. do here say. <laughs> yep, that one. <laughs> and if you don't know what Spotify song of the episode, if you're just joining us for this episode for the first time, um, Spotify song of the episode is a playlist that we create and curate for you guys with songs that we think um, will encourage you throughout the week. Um, and we do truly hope that you listen to this so that you know you get a little bit of jesus Mm -hmm. so this episode's song is a song that is unreleased (laughs) it is yeah you can't that's it (laughs) um no um yeah it's called midnight hour by mainstream worship and it goes a little something like because it really is unreleased guys um don't fit now Freedom comes in the midnight hour. Breakthroughs come in, lift your sound. Nope. Raise your shout. shout. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Guys, I forget the lyrics of it. Anyways, um, that's not really our song. Um, <laughs> our song really is I Speak Jesus by Charity Gale mm-hmm. and Stephen Musso. Um, yes. It is something that we've been hearing recently that is just like a super powerful song to sing Mm -hmm. and to speak over um yourself to speak over situations Mm -hmm. and all of that type of stuff man it's really just a touching and amazing song yeah we release episodes on the first and third friday of every month so make sure you turn on your notifications so you know when an episode drops yes sir also follow us on instagram at hidden underscore but not unseen because we'll be posting updates there So I hope you enjoy our banter as we go on this journey through life together. together.